Come hang out with us later today. We are going to have another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast, just like we do every single day. It's free to subscribe to, and you can listen at your leisure. Things that happen to us or that we do, we allow every day on the daily that are not good for your mental health. <gasps> this allow? is a crazy. Well, things that you do. Yeah. Can I take a guess? Jody likes guessing games. But I do. Uh, so I bet you it's doing too much social media. Uh, I think that is on the list. Too much screen time. Okay. Because yeah, when you do that, kind of thing, you, yeah. you compare yourself to what people are sharing, and people mostly share share their happy stuff. And right. it seems, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's too I much screen one. time. How there, about you, Sam? You got one. Did you, you want to guess one, Sam? <laughs> you don't have to guess. No, I, I don't just want to cover this. Yeah. Okay, one of the things it's I've always been a fan of this or like a proponent, you have to get enough sleep. Lack of sleep is going to hurt every part of your life. So yeah. if you can try to get like that help, it hurts your mental everything. Yeah. So get enough sleep. Um, here's one. We've all been there. When you create a negative scenario in your own mind, we all do that. Oh, then you start to kind of obsess on it or, or yeah. it, it sucks you in emotionally. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Like yeah. Making yeah. stuff up that's not really real and then just getting. Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, I do that. Well, see, that's and that's why meditation, when they teach you meditation, it's a good thing because it it teaches you to catch that you're sucked into something and you just guide yourself back to the present. So that's it's so funny. I've never meditated, but I feel like I guide myself back to the present. I would probably benefit from meditation. You probably already do. Yeah, most people. Not me. I play out the negative. (laughs) It's like if I got to have a conversation I don't want to have or do something I don't. I'll sit there and play it all out, how it's going to go wrong. Sometimes it's just how you want to spend the afternoon. (laughs) You think it's self-protection? It's got to be. I think maybe it's me. If I play it all out in my head, I can see what goes wrong before it goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, That's control. That's a control, a protection. Is that bad? No. No, It's it's not. I mean, a human, right? It's human. We're all human. That's why this is important. I want to share this with you. Here's another one. Thinking that everyone is judging you. You know, someone yeah. once told me that. I think I was in junior high. I think it was like a basketball coach. She says, like, if people had a, you think the people are thinking of you, they don't have time to think of you. They're thinking of themselves. See, Everybody's not judging you. Okay, I try that's to bad. Forget, I try to bury it, but but I, I think it. Most of the time, people are not judging you. Well, okay? that's what you think. You guys, want some, <laughs> you guys want some more of these? They're good. Yeah, it's going so well so yeah. far. We'll do them next. <laughs> I don't know if all parenting teams work this way. Maybe you could. Fill us in, Sam, because you are you are you, you're a co-parent. I'm on a lot of teams. You are. Yeah. You have a few teams that you've co-parented with pretty successfully. Um, Murphy and I, I don't know why it sometimes comes down like this, but sometimes it comes down as good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Ugh. And guess I, who gets to play bad cop most of the time? I don't want you to play bad cop. But I definitely don't want you to feel like that. You know, that's the case. If he has a way of coming down on you, but also making you feel great about oh, it, yeah, 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 I don't have yeah, that. Yeah. Well, that's, a, I don't that's, have just, that's magic. leadership, not just good cop. You know? that's just, I mean, <laughs> my favorite part that's is leadership, that. not good parenting. <laughs> let, me <tell> you, <laughs> let me tell you what, I'm not overly concerned about it because I know they love me. I'm not in this to be their friend. I'm in this to be their mom, and that's okay. And that they, there's nothing that I could do that would make them not love me. I know that. So I'm, uh, it, but it just. It's, but are you their favorite parent? <laughs> no, it's frustrating. Oh, cool. 
I'm favorite for different uh, other things that you're not aware of. They they call and keep you posted on what's going on more so than than me. <laughs> so you should. I mean, it's it's yeah. They hide more from you than they do from me. <laughs> anyway, so <clears throat> Murphy and I are going away coming up soon for a couple of nights. Oh, and while we get okay. away, do I need I, to know this in my schedule? It's not going to affect you, Sam. Oh. We're going away for a couple of nights, and so we had this conversation, just the two of us. Yeah, we need to let the girls know this and that because mm-hmm. they're going to be handling the dogs and the house, and we both. You you said it more than I did. Yeah, we need to talk to them about that. I got we need to lay down some rules and stuff. I'm like, okay, so so you brought the hammer down. Thirty minutes in later, an hour later, there we're all in the living room, the four of us together. It's a perfect time. They're all relaxed. I'm like, okay, you know, we want to talk to you about our upcoming getaway, what you guys need to do. And I give the floor to Murphy, and he's like. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, actually, you didn't give the floor to me first. You, <laughs> you you explained what we were going to explain, and then you wanted me to come back and reinforce what you explained. <laughs> and you didn't. It's not the same, because Hence, you know, you, you'd already said it. I'm like, you had, yeah, so as Mom said, we, <laughs> want you, we want you to feed the dogs, you know, make sure that that's done. No parties. Lock, you lock said door, you had set points. the alarm. You said you had points that weren't made, and I was giving you the floor to give them, and you just made me look like the <laughs> heavy. I, did, I never Meanwhile, said Meanwhile, you gave them money for while we're gone. <laughs> oh, good cop. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, thank you for texting me the link to this trailer last night. There's a new movie um, coming to theaters only in the summer that we've been waiting for. Um, filmmaker Boz Lerman, who gave yeah. us Moulin Rouge. Everything he does has a certain, like if he was painting a canvas, everything he, it has a certain look. It has a certain look and a certain feel and sound and it and moves. This is the Elvis movie that yeah. he's been working on with Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. This is the one Tom Hanks went to Australia for, but had to sit out because of COVID. COVID, I know. And then Austin Butler playing Elvis. And oh my goodness, does it look good. Are you ready to fly? I'm ready. Ready to fly. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about Elvis Presley. A few things to tell you. Maybe you don't know much about this actor, Austin Butler. Wow. Just from the trailer, he really became Elvis. And in a lot of the movie, he is singing. Yeah, he's the one singing. He's the one singing. So, Wow. Like, what? It looks so, so good. And Tom Hanks looks so, so strange and weird as Colonel Tom Parker. That's funny. You hear him talk, though. It's like you can still hear a little Tom Hanks A little Hanks bit of Hanks. There. Exactly. The movie will explore Elvis's life in three different sections. And like I said, will be released only in theaters Friday, June 24th. Jody, earlier you were saying that. Yeah, well, I had a talk with the girls the other day, you and Murphy. Yeah. And Murphy is the good cop, and you were not, you're not the good, you're the bad cop. I didn't want to be bad cop, but, but often I end up being that way. I know. I just, I just have a hard time believing that because knowing the two of you and your personalities, Murphy would come off as the heavy bad cop or uh-huh. the enforcer. Uh-huh. Whereas Jody would be there, oh, I'm sorry, Dad told you that, girls. Come over here to mom, your friend. I well, think- I, I'm not. Mm. A, I don't want to do the good cop, bad cop thing because I do want us to be in sync with each other. Mm-hmm. But I, See? Do, I really do. <laughs> I, I. The thing is, your maternal instincts, which are awesome, you're very thorough. You get in, you take charge, like you always have. That's what makes you a great mom. But. What what happened? There's there's no but. What happens when that the conversation takes place and you and I talk in advance about okay, well let's do this. 
And, you know, and you'll even say, look, I need you to do your part to support me. And I'm like, absolutely. And I have no problem with that. Yeah. But you t- I guess you get excited. So you actually do the whole thing before I have a chance to say anything. And so that's why I look stunned because it's like, okay, all right. And dad's got some other stuff. I'm like, uh, okay. Because dad doesn't have other stuff because mom just said the other stuff. You know what I mean? So I guess I guess I take the lead at home. What's interesting is about that surprising do. to you, Sam, yeah. because here Murphy is the manager. What he just see what he just did. He just took over and yeah. made that happen and I'm kind of the goof over here. That's almost opposite at home. Not that you're goof, but at home I'm like, "All right, it's time to do this. It's time to do that. What's next? What's next?" And so we're almost opposite roles at home. Mm-hmm. I'm that person at home taking care of business. Let's talk about this. Let's get this yeah. done. And then it goes to him and he's like, so girls, you want to listen to some albums? <laughs> I know. Let's be fun. Yeah. We're literally. Hang on, girls. Let me pull your dad aside for a We're for almost a opposite at yeah. home. And so you don't see that dynamic. No, but now that okay. you're saying that, I could definitely see, see that. Yes. With some things you do around here, I can see you like, okay, it's time to have the talk we were talking about. Let's have the talk. And boom, I do boom, it. boom. It's done. Murphy? Yeah. And he's uh, like, what? Uh, <laughs> what she said. <laughs> okay, more things that you do maybe daily that are bad for your mental health you guys want to rehash like one each what did you take away last time we mentioned it uh too much screen time yes yeah murphy that's uh negative thoughts very good stinking thinking yeah playing out negative scenarios in your head that are Mm -hmm. not actually really happening yeah okay so that's not like it's a waste of time and energy and all of that um some others too much news consumption Uh, which is also goes along with too much screen time yeah okay that's difficult for me to manage right now with everything going on in ukraine because i'm just so focused on it you know i know what you try to find sources that are not negative though which is lovely right right yeah tmz (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say it's hard now okay it is okay um another thing is the hustle culture and that's a deep sort of answer, but like just being burned out, like we're in a hustle culture. Yeah. You feel like you're at the end of the day, you feel like you've done something wrong if you didn't make 10 phone calls. Mm. And that's not good for you yeah. to judge yourself constantly on that. So remember that you're in a hustle culture. It's OK to have a day where you don't do 100 things. What about right? that thing, Jody, you and I have talked about this where we're listening to somebody explain a story and they're taking forever to do it. What about it? Is that hustle cult? Like, come on, get to the point. I think that's impatient. Oh, okay. I don't think that's a culture. Yeah. Right. I don't think we're cultured with that. Okay. I think we're just impatient. Okay. <laughs> um, not enough social interaction. Not good. Yeah. Real, not online, but real social interaction is not good for you mentally. If you don't sure. talk to people all day, never speak to your neighbors, sort mm. of a thing. Mm. You Why used are you to looking be, at me? You used to be that way, but you're not that way now, oh, Sam. Really? Well, you used to sort of be that way. Okay, good. You always interacted with us for years and years and years, mm-hmm. but staying silent about things that are bothering you is bad for Ooh. your mental health. Well, as Jody knows, I don't have that problem. No, Murphy does not. It's, I if, do. If if the thought comes to me, it's coming out of my mouth. Of course, you know that about me too, Sam. It's yeah. Really, you know, my filter is difficult. But you bury things? Oh, bury things all the time. Yeah. It's easier to just let it go than start trouble. I'm somewhere between the two of you. If you're burying it, you're not letting it go. Yeah, I know. I know. You want to lay on the couch over here, Sam? Let me break out my clipboard. It's going to come out. Can we talk about something different next? No, these are things you have to stop doing for your own mental health. Okay. Good luck. 877-310-4MSJ to join us. Love to hear from you. Good morning. Uh, my name is Colleen. 
Hey, Colleen. And I just had a funny story about my now four-year-old mm-hmm. with um, the crazy train. Yeah. When he was a baby, yeah. he would get really upset. And my husband was, like, flipping through songs on his phone. Yes. And crazy train came on. Yeah, now. And it automatically calmed Wyatt down. Oh. He would start dancing, and he would... So anytime that he would start crying, mm-hmm. we would turn on Crazy Train, and he would just... I love it. It was amazing. Yeah. There's something about the song, and remember, it is very positive. It is. Yes. So cool. Let's listen up. Like, when you hear it, it it makes you stop whatever else is going on. What's this? Yeah. Yeah. So do you still like it? Yeah, he does. And he he loves music, and, you know, we listen to the radio in the morning, and, um, if a good song comes on, he'll be like, because I have an eight-year-old as well. And yeah. He'll like, turn it up, turn it up. You know? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Guess we'll have it. to play more Crazy yeah. Train. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Thank you yes. for letting us yeah. know, okay. Colleen. All right. Well, thank you. It's great listening to you every morning. Thank you. Ah. Kind of funny. A soothing song for a toddler. I wouldn't yeah. have thought of that, you know? Look, you never know, but Prince you, play of that, you play that on repeat when it gets a kid out of a baby out of a bad way you do and it's a positive song the lyrics maybe it's not too late to learn how to love and forget how to hate that's part of the lyric and by the way did ozzy write that or i don't it's... i have to look into it but you know it also is in the top line of the lyrics all aboard ha 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 it's in the writing <laughs> in how many course. times do i have to say ha 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 John Osborne is one of the writers. Randy Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Songwriters. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that cool? Wow. Yeah. You can always let us know, too, if there's a certain song that worked on your baby or works on your baby. (laughs) Baby, we want to (laughs) know. 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy won a big award the other day, a Lifetime Achievement Award in in this industry. And... um, I thought you knocked it out of the park with your speech. I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know you were going to have everybody eating out of your hand. Well, that's sweet. Oh, yeah. say, I was I was a little nervous. I kind of took uh, notes from the speech thinking, yeah, he hit that part. Okay, yeah. Good. He really? hit that one. I know. Yeah. Okay. So um, what did you think he did the best, Sam? The humor. We're gonna but, of course, that's what I'm looking for. Right. Yeah, Sam's the funny. Well, thank you. I, I just think it was like right off the bat he led with self-deprecating humor. Yeah. I didn't realize I was approaching lifetime achievement age, apparently. <laughs> but thank you. Um, Faith Pierce, who is the producer of Ruby Sam and Jody, did Corbier. And of course, Sam and Jody, we'll get to in, in just a minute. But um, <laughs> the first I want to acknowledge is because I can't shout his name out enough, who impacted me more than anybody, was the man you saw on that screen a minute ago, John Dobbs. See, you did. You out of the gate. Well, thank you. Yeah, and well, John Dobbs, just so that you know, is a, mm-hmm. is a mentor. I know both of you know that. Yeah. In high school, he's the one that really, you know, gave me an opportunity that has led to everything that I'm doing today. Yeah. Just so you know, it's a little weird for me to be talking about this I for know, now because I it's, know. it's very. But, well, I, but, you know, but thank you. I appreciate it. Well, what's funny is that we didn't even know for sure that you were going to win. We knew that you were a finalist. Yeah. So when yeah. they called your name, I was so excited and I've. I started filming and then, but but you can't film and, and watch, watch it at the same time. So half of my video is like of somebody the back of somebody's head and not even you. It was so stupid. 
Um, what else did he do about it that, that you loved? Because I thought you knocked it out uh, of the park. Besides the humor, I think telling a story or two. Yeah, which okay. you did. You know, Thank the you. John Dobbs story was good because that kind of mm-hmm. like your mentor story. And then you told, you know, uh, where you are now, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You told a story mm-hmm. a little later mm-hmm. on about mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. It, uh, you know, it is it is easier I think it's easier to communicate when you're really nervous like that, which mm-hmm. I was. I don't know if I look that way nope, to you both. I don't think so. But, and I know, know you well. And I think that adrenaline drives you a little bit. But, you know, so you know what I will do? There there really are three things that kind of went through my head in a flash when you're kind of not expecting or not knowing if that's the position you're going to be yeah. put in to, to receive You had an notes, award. though, right? I oh, had, yeah. yeah, some things, some thoughts in advance. But I'll, I'll let you know, if you ever, you know, get in that situation, I actually do have a couple of what I think are simple things. All right. Rules do. that for a really good acceptance speech on the way next hour. We from can Mar- use this for the Oscars in a few weeks. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's true. There really is a Grease prequel series on the way to Paramount Plus. Ten episodes, and it's called Rise of the Pink Ladies. Well, here we are again. Yeah, but this time we're seniors. And we're going to rule the school. <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. Rizzo. Uh, okay. Rizzo became Rizzo. It's that, <laughs> Rizzo is a great character. Yeah, she, she is. She's the, most interesting, she's the most interesting character there. You know yeah, my favorite is. part of her? Being true to herself. When she was singing out, outside by that bathroom. Like, you're not going to tell me who I am. You're, you're like gonna, Rizzo. You're not going to judge me. Or do you like Stocker Channing as Rizzo? I like Stocker Channing as yeah. Rizzo. Well, like, you're not going to tell me who I am or judge me by my yeah. mistakes. Yeah. She definitely brought the character. Love yeah. it. Okay, so it will take this show that will be on Paramount, meaning if you watch Yellowstone, you can grab this one. Um, it's going to take place in 1954, four years before the original film's setting. Mm. So how these girls became, whatever, high school outcasts who decided, we're not going to be outcasts, we're going to be a gang. That sounds very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of newcomers, you know, younger yeah. actresses yeah. who have signed up for it. If, it. if this goes well, you know what? I need the T-Birds too. Yeah. Just thinking ahead. Yeah. You know, it's. I don't have a problem with a prequel going this far back. Have yeah. they said uh, any, or are there any original actors or actresses that are going to surface in this one? Um, they've not said, and they've not said whether it's musical or not either. I'm okay. Just, Since it's a prequel, it's like, how? But, you know, there was somebody could play somebody's grandparent uh, or, you know, yeah. a principal or something like that. Yeah. Murphy accepted a very big award the other day and had the whole audience eating out of his hand, which I knew he, I knew That's you were going to do that. That's sweet of you to say, but that, you I did. Didn't, I did just, you not I didn't hear feel. the, oh. You didn't hear all that? You did it. Um, how about this? Why don't we, before you get to your rules for doing a good speech, because people get put in that position and they're nervous, yeah. uh, before you do that, why don't you share a little bit more of your speech? Yeah, we want to hear the part where you thanked us. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Sam North and I met, good friend, great programmer. But the real magic happened in 1997 when Jody became the female anchor of Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, okay, so the real real magic actually happened when she became my wife. <laughs> Love that one, do you, Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Faith and I had a both. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. What I do you just mean? didn't know you were going to do it to that level. It was so sweet. I thought, oh my gosh, am I that predictable now? I, I thought it would be more. I thought when it came out, it was going to be oh, ah, 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 but no, it was oh. No, I know. Everybody loves that. This is how people eat out of his hand. And it was beautiful. And thank you for that. I do think you should have spent more time on Sam. Why? 
well, don't know. When you're doing something like that, it, it's you, you don't have a lot of time. I there, know. There's so many thoughts and things that go through your head. You did a good that, job. You know, I had to, you know, I guess, you know, when I'm doing that, you were asking about the rules. Yeah, let's get to your rules. The, you know, you, you, you're always thinking, you're, you've got the audience in mind who you're talking to there. Mm-hmm. So I always... I like to acknowledge others who are mm-hmm. in Smart. the crowd. You know, I mean, that's really that. I, I don't really want the focus to be on me in that in that setting. It's smart, and so that's a uh, rule. Good. And, and so, if there are people that you know in the audience, I think that that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the other thing is just kind of having the. You know, I had no idea if I was going to win this thing or not, but when I was aware of the nomination, you start to have some little just background thoughts in your head. Well, mm-hmm. what would I? You know, what would I say? And so, obviously, that didn't include the two of you, yes. you know, yeah. and Faith, our producer. Yeah. So you um, had notes ready, which is smart also. Yeah. And then, but you know, telling a story, like Sam was saying earlier, I think is, it's important. Sharing mm-hmm. a story about a mentor or someone else who's impacting you, mm-hmm. that really, that, that inspires mm-hmm. others. So th- those kind of speeches to me aren't really speeches as much as they are. Think about things that you would just relate to somebody else yes. in, the, in the room and be yourself. Yeah. As nerve wracking as it is, look, as long as we've done this, I'm still nervous doing that. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. standing in front of a room full of people is totally. different. I thought you did a great job. I want to listen Thank to you. it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> Hang around for a little more fun after the show. We'll do another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast later today. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in and join us. We also love to hear from you online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From our Facebook page, um, this popped up last night, and I was like, oh, this is from Patricia. It says, hey, you guys. Hi, Patricia. Hi. I believe one of you talked about gourmet grilled cheese long ago. Mm-hmm. Patricia, oh, yeah. that was all of us. Yeah. The movie Chef is what kind of inspired us for that. Yeah. The movie Chef has the most beautiful, succulent, almost sexy grilled cheese scene you've ever seen. Mm. It makes you want to stop the movie and go make grilled cheese with three different cheeses. I was obsessed for a while. Anyway, she said, we we did this gourmet grilled cheese thing long ago. I started making them like that and did again tonight. Best darn grilled cheese ever. See, we really hear everything you say. Love your show. That's from Patricia. You know what? I love that you remember that and started doing something like that because honestly... If I if the kids would ask me to make grilled cheese, I always just did whatever I had and grilled it. And now it's a it's an event. Mm-hmm. When we have when I tell the girls we're having grilled cheese, they know we've stepped up our game. It's always two or three cheeses. Yeah. There's like a sharp white that we go for, like a seriously sharp cheddar. Um, there's usually um, mozzarella in the house or you know whatever. Yeah. We do two or three. We butter the heck out of the bread and we grill it, mm-hmm. not just in a toaster. We grill it on a pan. Yeah. Now, this doesn't fit into any sort of a New Year's diet no, plan. No. You know I'm what sorry. I mean? But it's no. a treat. Yes. Yeah. But it's lots of dairy and, and grains. <laughs> yeah. And it's a really good thing to have when the weather's cold. Yeah. With a little soup on soup? the side yeah. if you soup can. For it's a treat. Yeah, if you can. Okay. Um, speaking of being on the diet train and all that, Sam... You are yeah. on a diet. You're doing really well. You're trying to eat better. Yeah. And I mentioned that you were a little grumpier lately, and that's okay with us. It's been a little bumpy. Um, Angela says, I don't get grumpy Sam, but I do. No, she's saying, I don't get grumpy comma. Sam, comma, but I do automatically feel deprived and guess I end up sulking. Maybe that's what's happening. Are oh, you yeah. sulking? I don't know if sad? it's sulking, but it's like I, I have containers of M&Ms that I don't eat. 
you know? And it's Save like, them. I know they're there. I'd love to stick my hand in. Yeah. Wow. Not good. Man, that's willpower. Yeah. So you're sulking a little bit. Okay, fine. I think that's everybody who's decided to do it. You kind of have to grieve the M&Ms, okay? You can always bring them up here. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. Ways to keep a dog calm during a storm. I always feel so sorry for dogs. Our dogs, especially the older lab. Edie. She's scared of her own shadow. Mm -hmm. So even when the weather gets, you know it's getting bad. Before it even gets bad, she knows it. And Mm -hmm. she starts acting wonky. Yeah. Once the sky becomes dark and it's daytime, (laughs) she has a problem. Yeah. She does. I mean, she's not alone. She sticks to Murphy even more. She sticks to anybody even more. But Murphy's her favorite. Absolutely. Okay. So five things to do to keep a dog dog calm during a storm. We've Mm -hmm. all been there recently, some of us. Okay, so um, number one, give them a safe place to go, period. Give them a place like under the bed or in their crate, really, like a blanket over the crate too, just somewhere that they feel normally safe. Give them that option. Number two, you have to be cool during a storm. You have to be solid. If you're panicked, they're going to panic. So if I'm looking out the window, pointing and freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're consoling them, this is so hard not to do. When you're consoling them while it's happening during the storm, you're almost reinforcing the behavior, they say. So be calm, distract Mm. them maybe with throwing a ball or brushing their hair, they say. But if you just go, it's going to be all right, which is what I like to do. That's interesting because it's human (laughs) nature to do that. But in in the dog world, that's a reward for, for panicking. Re, for, right, exactly. Wow, Sorry. I never thought about that. Yeah, you got to be calm in the storm to be a good leader, pack just leader. Just tell Gus toughen up. No, be um, present with him, but you, distract him. Right, you give them the comfort, but you, yeah. Wow. The leadership. Okay. Uh, number three, you've done this, Sam. Thunder shirt. Yeah. Does it work? I think it does. Right, it gives them like a, a constant and for pressure, that, you gentle can pressure. Just get a, a smaller shirt. You know, then right. you wear, get one of the kids' old shirts and put yeah. it on the dog. Not super tight, but enough no. to make them feel like they're being held. Right. Isn't that, isn't that the sweetest thing that mm-hmm. that is actually a thing? Yeah. Look into it. Um, the fourth being, like, change the noise or add n- white noise to your house or play classical music. They say it works. There are shelters across the country that pipe in classical music for those shel- you shelter have to dogs. Play and I love it, it louder than the thunder. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to supplement sound. Okay. Right. That makes sense to me. And the fifth one being, talk to your vet about anti-anxiety <laughs> medications because it does exist yeah. for dogs that get super anxious. That's the when all else fails. <laughs> yeah, doggies and X. Murphy gave a speech the other day when he received an award. We were all there for it. It was so great. And you did Thank such you. a good job. Thank I thought you, you were concise and impactful and you had the crowd eating out of your hand. And I say that because you got laughs and you got the aww from all the ladies. And, um, in fact, um, you came out of the gate with a laugh, which Sam really appreciated. I didn't realize I was approaching lifetime achievement age. That was good. It was so great. And then you, we asked you to share. For wait, wait, wait. Was that a planned joke? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. Well, but the thing is, you said it earlier, self-deprecation. Again, that. I don't know. For me, that reduces the nervousness. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Well, this is what I think. When you're a speaker, when you walk up and you take the whatever, you're in in front of the room, you're responsible for the energy of the room. So you might as well just relax and let everybody else feel. If you get up there all tight, everybody's going to feel tight. If you relax it, baby, everybody's going to relax with you. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. And I thought you did a great job with that. Thank you. And you recounted your three rules earlier for how you, you know, did that with such magic. I only caught two of them. So the first, I want to rehash. 
The first one was to include people. Yeah, include, especially if you know somebody in the audience that that engages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I missed the second one, and I know the third. (laughs) (laughs) The third one was to tell stories, and you did, right? Yeah. (laughs) I know you did. I know you did. You told stories about your mentor. What What point did I miss? To be honest, uh, really audience good. should listen. That's the point. <laughs> Sorry, it was a big deal for me too. Nervous for you. Maybe number two should have been number one because it was really about being prepared. Uh-huh. You know, ah. you, you, you put enough thought into it where you're not like getting yourself all amped up and psyched that you're going to win something, but just enough that you know that if if it happens, you know, one or two things and and, and you're done. It's, just it's notes. Like, you don't have to write a laundry list, right? Exactly. Just a few little bullet points in your head that you know you can say. While you're kind of nervous, you didn't up think there. of getting up there with like six pages tapled together and Aww. say, "I've got a short speech here." <laughs> and by, be... the, by the time 2015 got yeah. here, <laughs> trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We will get to more Super Bowl. Bless you, Sam. Thank we you. will get to more Super Bowl fun and oh, um, highlights last from last <laughs> night for you. But first, got um, by you, did it? The yeah. Pam and Tommy Hulu series. Who's this guy? That's Tommy Lee's drummer from Motley Crue. So much to know about this series. I did start watching a little bit of it. I don't know if I'll finish it. It's so hard to watch. Why? Well, I, I, I came across it and it's like, no. Okay, listen to me. Really? You're not the same person. I'm interested in different things than you. I was a Motley Crue fanatic at one point in my life. I'm going to see him this year. Yep, you are. Well, you think you are. Tommy is the train wreck you, you think he is. And I didn't, this is about the tape being stolen. Yeah. It is told from the perspective Allegedly. of the person who, well, was in the house working for Tommy, got fired, and then stole the tape. Wow. Of things that and, he and Pamela maybe shouldn't have been filming. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's their business that they wanted to film I it. I'm going to get it. It's really super, super, super yeah. private. Um, the yeah. word is still, it's already out there, the whole series. It was made without Pamela's permission because... I guess the people who made the series bought the rights to some sort of Rolling Stone article that was published, and that's what this was based on. So they were able to make it without her permission, and she's still unhappy about it. And they say, why is Tommy not... He doesn't have a problem with it because Tommy is the same person he used to be, according to family. Any publicity is good to him. For her, it's something she does not want to relive, and she did not want the world to see. Sam, I was going to let you know something uh, that Jody and I were talking about last night before we went to bed. Hey, yeah. no. did you this brush your teeth? So this is, and as soon as I said this, she said, why? Why? This makes no sense. And I I agree, but it's this is life and it's real. As you know, taxes are due mm-hmm. on the 15th uh, of April, right? Yeah. And so, one, and I'm responsible for my dad's, you know, estate, whatever you want to call it. Estate. He passed away yes. over a year ago. But. Because he passed away on January the 4th, 2021, yeah. and he lived four, four days, days into 2021, we have to file a tax return. Yeah. For four days. Yeah. For four days. And there's not a whole lot to it. He didn't collect his Social Security check that month. In fact, they made sure we gave that back. <laughs> <laughs> They're on top of that. Johnny right. on the spot. Right. So, but there, I, One I, time the government was good for something, huh? <laughs> but, but everything right. else, you know, it, it's there are just enough things. And I'm sure it probably won't be that difficult. But, but you I'm have gonna, to do it. I'm going to use a professional because I'm really afraid. To mm-hmm. me, in my head, if I got four days, that's got to be the easiest thing in the world. But 
knowing this is my dad's last tax return, yeah. Yeah. I need to make sure that it's all tied up in a nice little bow right? and, and be done. And you don't want to have the estate tied up into something that IRS comes later. I see here that you filled out. Yeah. I'm sure well, they see that a lot not, with anybody who's passed in January. So it's not like they're taking much, you know. It's, oh. He, he still the house he was living in was the same house that they bought sixty years ago. Mm-hmm. My dad was a very simple man, you know. Yeah. And um, so is he so getting a return? Should be simple. I don't know. A refund? I mean, you know that would be weird because if you had no income, then you really can't get a return for anything because they didn't take anything. You I would, don't know. You would assume. Yeah. yeah I see. That. But remember, it's government math. And well, that's why I don't want to do any assuming at all. Smart. you. Well, well, you'll just have to let us know. But that was just the whole statement. I'm walking through the room. He's like, yeah, I still got to do Dane's taxes. And I'm like, what? Right. Why? Uh, you do know that your dad what? passed. Yes, I know. It's like, can we, do we need to look at the calendar? I'm in a time zone situation. But yeah, and of course, you know, they face, I say the, they, the government, those officials, they probably deal, deal with a lot of families when there's a January death. Yeah, yeah they right? do. Yeah, and it's, look, it takes everybody a little while to catch up. My dad's been gone a year, and he's still getting, you know, mailers for assisted living homes if he uh, ever needs one. Well, I guess that saying is right. Then the only thing guaranteed is death and taxes. You're right. You are are you so catching right. both here. <laughs> Don't know if your kids have dropped this one on you yet, but I was talking what? to Maddie uh, last night on the phone, and she says, um, she says, "What's the deal with the gas prices? This is costing me a fortune." I was like, "Well, welcome to adulthood." <laughs> <laughs> What did you tell her, though? That's I the question. Like, I didn't get into the politics. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, but it's going to be that way for a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and it's just something that they've got to be aware of. I had to yeah. talk to you know Phoebe and Taylor about just making sure that you don't sit and let the car run yeah. in a parking lot while you're waiting to do something or whatever, for you know because every every gallon you burn now mm-hmm. costs and also, a lot more. don't let it right now, don't let it go down to where, oh, I'll get it in a couple of days, because if you end up... <laughs> Like, there are lines around gas stations because everybody's afraid of it going higher, which it may. That's an interesting run to me. I mean, I guess I I I get that, but Mm -hmm. when the panic thing starts, that that creates its own set of problems. It's on panic. You can't slow it down. It snowballs. And besides, get the gas today because tomorrow it could be 30 cents more. Right. But the thing is, it's going to be 30 cents more anyway, (laughs) and you're going to have to fill the car up again.